Hello, and welcome to Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. I am Amanda Lauren, and I am with my co-host, Allie Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are with someone who is so interesting. Yes, she is. And so a sweetheart and super fascinating. And, and I'm so going, fabulous today. I know that's like my looks for fabulous. podcast, but like your outfit is just like, I'm obsessed. And it actually makes so ribbed clothing look good, because I think ribbed looks so bad on everyone She's else, but you really rock it. ribbed like sweater dress situation and these like gorgeous like neon heels and it just looks fabulous. I think that those are the colors that are in right now, right? Ooh. Totally. You're, you're on trend. Wait, we didn't even <laughs> say who it was. We're I know. just coming <laughs> special just, quiet. I'm, I'm just like totally describing her outfit first because obviously the stylist yeah. I'm just like obsessed with her outfit as I'm living in my as, sweatshirt. And Oscar you know? <laughs> is like her accessory right exactly. now. Exactly. Oscar's her accessory. Um, we are with, again, I'm going to screw up her name, Aisha. Did I pronounce her name correctly? Aisha, yeah. Aisha, yay. She is the only plus size Pakistani supermodel in the US or at all in the whole world or just here? Um, Let's just say the US because I'm, I'm not 100% sure about the world. So but pretty close. Go ahead and do some research. <laughs> Thank you for being on. Thank you so much. So we would love to know how you got in the industry. Yes. Tell us all about you. How I got into the industry as a model. Yes. Um, So I was out for dinner with a couple of my friends. It was right at the beginning when the plus size trend was starting. Yeah. And yeah, they were all in the plus size world. They were like, oh, Aisha, you should start modeling. And I was like, really? I don't know if this is something I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were like really pestering me on it. So then they took my digitals and I just sent them out to agencies. I got signed straight away. Amazing. That's and, amazing. Um, yeah, I've just been working ever since. Because I'm the type of person that if I'm going to do something, I'll do it 100%. Sure. So I just went for it. And Good I realized it was giving me opportunities to help women and to encourage them with their body image mm-hmm. and how they dress. So... Yeah, I just kept doing it. I love it. That's amazing. I'm so happy you're here because, like, we talk about body positivity, and I really want to get. I was actually. I'm going to say who it was because she did not come on. Oh, sure. We were trying to get Katie Storino. Okay, I don't know who that is. But you know, I- Toast Meets World. No, <laughs> she has a lot of that. Her okay, oh, she's. A I'm puzzle. a Brit. Okay, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I was it's all good. Oh, it's like the cutest. Well, the dog passed away now, but she was Toast's momage. Wait, I'm going to show you pictures and you know who she is. I'm just totally interrupting. (laughs) This is so helpful. But And she would not, she would not do it. No, she wouldn't come on. She wouldn't come on. But we do talk about on this podcast a ton, body positivity, and that's why we were so excited to have you on because we just love what you're doing. You have such a good and unique and interesting message about it. So we would just love to know sort of your opinions on body positivity in general, how you feel about your own body, etc., and just, like, get into it. Yeah, let's it. just get into it. Um, I think I've always been pretty confident with mm-hmm. my body, but I think I've struggled over the years with different um, different weights and, and also um, struggling with how I feel about my body. Uh, when I first came to the U.S. Uh, in drama school, they kind of forced me to be really skinny because wow. I got told that I was – too <laughs> I was too pretty to be the fat best friend but I was too fat wow. to be the lead so that's I was like terrible. that just makes you feel great it <laughs> does but that's terrible it like, is awful that they could just say that yeah but I guess they're just really brutal with it here in LA oh no so. they are <laughs> but still <laughs> so yeah when I was in drama school then um I just used to do like all these crazy diets and work out a bunch and obviously mm-hmm. just being in drama school like dancing a lot also um, I dropped a bunch of weight, and then I was a little bit malnourished. I got taken into hospital. My oh hair my was God. really thin. Like my skin was like looking oh. gray, and I was like, you know what? Actually, I'm just gonna put on some weight and do what's best for me. And good for you. Be healthy and happy, and that's really what I am now. And I kind of and you're just gorgeous. That thank you so much. You are gorgeous, and you have a really good vibe. Like you're yeah, not only gorgeous, energy. like you have great energy. Wait, this is okay. Katie. I'm, this you, is great for my guys. But now, do you know who okay. I'm talking about? Um, she looks familiar, but I'm not 100. Our our bloggers can look her up. I know see. It, it's the 12 ish style is yeah. her is her blog, right. and I actually really like her blog because I, I feel like there needs to be representation of different as a short person. Mm-hmm. Um, it really bothers me that there's no like short I'm people. Like I'm sorry, um, I'm five three on my driver's license. I'm five foot, so um, mm-hmm. I should be like. Is there something not attractive about being like? I cannot help being. There's literally nothing <laughs> I can do no, about yeah, it. Just I cannot Thank gain height. I cannot yeah, height. Well, we, can, we can put heels on. We can put on. Like, <laughs> that's the best it yeah. gets. I mean, I think now with the whole fast fashion trend that yeah. they're starting to use girls that are shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've seen girls that are like five four, five mm-hmm. five, getting booked regularly for yeah. jobs. They're not using it on runway, but I also right. think it's of because they runway want, is different. Though. They want the clothes to hang a certain way, which is sure, fine. Which is fine. That's um, and it. it's just the old school You're way of right, like the modeling right. industry. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Um, but they are opening it up. They're being yes. more ethnically diverse, more size diverse. How tall are you? I'm five eight. Okay, okay, so you're tall. You're a tall Yeah, one. she's tall. Okay. But she also holds herself very tall. Yeah. yeah. I'm a pretty average. That's like the average, like I'm on the cusp of. Really? Yeah. Okay. The cusp of to be short, When, when you're short, we everyone is tall. tall. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's what like, it is. I no, but I'm really not tall. How like, tall is he? Justin's 5'9", five 5'9 nine, five nine and a half. Like, yeah, he's 5'10". Five five and I'm like, you're tall. And he's like, no, I'm not. You know? so like, I, Ethan and I always say the same thing, my husband yeah. and I. I'm like, you're so tall. He's like, I'm really not. Yeah, exactly. But to us, our standards but that's why sure. went. That's why they went for such little women. <laughs> pocket size. Pocket size. Pocket size. But you know what, though? It's weird because, like, I don't think of myself. I know I'm short, but, like, because I'm an hourglass, yeah. I don't think of myself as that little. Like, I will see these, like, very, like, petite girls. And I'm like, I feel like I'm three times her size. Because I'm just, you no, I have hips. issues. No, but I have, like, hips. I'm an hourglass. Like, yeah, there's, like, are, no way but around you're, but that. You're very, but you're still a very petite woman. I do feel, maybe a little bit body dysmorphic because I no, feel like do. I'm I much bigger than they First are. First of all, you are tiny. Yes, thank like, you. Please tell her. Like, like I just said, yes. pocket size. Yes, like, exactly. <laughs> See? Pocket like a Polly Pocket. Remember she sounds much bigger I like Joseph Pocket. I know. I like that pocket size. <laughs> <laughs> I also love your accent. Everyone loves your accent. Everyone Everyone you must get told that like a hundred times a day. Like, where are you from? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're like, can you just talk to me all day, please? <laughs> you should do voiceovers. Right, exactly. That's your next career. Um, so being like that, you know, you are in this industry and you've seen so much, the fact that you are so open about your body positivity and where you are in your journey and everything, like, what would you say as you started getting into this more and more, like, what have you been learning along the way is as you kind of grow into this like major plus size model and everything you've got going on in your own brand? Um, I realized that a lot of it is smoke and mirrors. Like, (laughs) I mean, a lot of girls come across like they're really body positive and then behind the scenes they really don't like themselves mm-hmm. or they are and this goes on both ends of the spectrum there's girls that are morbidly obese mm-hmm. that are promoting body positivity and a healthy lifestyle yet they're overweight right and there's girls who are deathly skinny mm-hmm. and they're saying that they love themselves but actually they're very underweight and also unhealthy so i think it goes both ways in this sure I think it's with everything. There's always the extremes. Always. In, in whatever, like, even in the Me Too movement, yes, all of those of things, course. there's always an extreme. Yeah, the extreme always exists. Yeah, but I have noticed specifically in my industry that there's a lot of girls um, who are plus-size models who they don't work out at all. They, they just eat, like, really bad foods, and they're quite happy to show that all over social media, which is fine. That's, mm-hmm. that's your choice and your lifestyle, but I don't think that's good for young girls to be seeing that growing up and, and being like, you know what, actually I'll just eat a burger constantly and then end up with heart problems right. because I'm carrying too much weight. Yeah. No, and I, point. I don't work out because the model that I like doesn't work out. So why should I have to work out? Well, actually that's going to be great for your motivation. It's going to be mm-hmm. great for your mind. It's going to be great for your body, all of your organs. So you should work out and you should live a healthy lifestyle and right. it'll make you happier. Yeah. Even if no, it's, it's not about, talk about that. Because I think with the whole fitness industry, there's this um, pressure for you to be skinny. So people associate fitness with being skinny instead of, hey, let's work out because it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Let's work out because it's a good, positive way to meet other people. Right. To, like, be outside no, I mean, get fresh yeah. air and stuff. We all know, like, after you work out, like, you definitely feel a sense of accomplishment. Oh, absolutely. And you definitely feel your mind start to get in the right place. 100%. Completely. There are other benefits. Is endorphins. Yeah. Endorphins yeah. make you happy. <laughs> blonde, happy right people there. don't just kill their husbands. <laughs> <laughs> they don't (laughs) but it's true like it does create those nerves it does motivate you it does make you feel good so it's good that you promote that because I agree with you Amanda and I've talked about this at length people look at like these diets or they look at these things that models are doing or celebrities are doing and they're just like oh I'm gonna do that too and then I'm just gonna be happy and it's like no hate to burst your bubble but that's not you have to do what's right for you personally yes and um I feel like when living through my life I've just like look at other people I see what they're doing and I just take what I like yeah. and just make it my own, if Good that makes you. sense. Absolutely. And just do what's, what is best for me because ultimately that's all you can do. Right. Yeah. So what are some of the things that work best for you personally? Um, 
Oh, I like to go to boxing and uh-huh. hit workout training. Um, I also love to dance, so I like to go salsa dancing. I, I think that's really fun, and also I can do it with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to eat a healthy, balanced diet. Uh, I have psoriasis, so I find that there's certain things that flare that up, so I have to be a little bit restrictive. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, like, too much alcohol, like, I don't really drink that much alcohol because of that, not because I'm trying to be, like... Gotcha. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then I don't really eat that much dairy when I'm here because it makes my skin bad, mm-hmm. it makes my stomach bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, um, I was saying the other day that I, I did like um, a board. I like to do vision boards to mm-hmm. kind of yeah. get my creative soul out sure. there. I need plan to do what more. I need to do. Yeah, I need to do more as well. It helps you like kind of envision what it is that you want to do and yeah. make it specific and uh-huh. then you can focus on those goals right and it just gets it all into your mind mm-hmm. so you can just like manifest it out there yeah but I did one of those for um just for myself kind of with like positive affirmations on there mm-hmm. and I put it on my wall right next to my toilet <laughs> and every mm-hmm. morning I would have to walk past there to go to the toilet and it would force me to have to look at it mm-hmm. so then you know, as the weeks went on, I stopped actually telling myself it. It was already in my subconscious. Then you start right. to believe the things that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. And I think that also I works that. that also works with social media as well because you're scrolling on social media and the people that you follow affect how you think. That's because right. you do. that's just seeping into your subconscious as you're scrolling. So right. if, you, if you follow people that uplift you, you're going to feel more uplifted because that's the first thing you look at in the mm-hmm. morning. That's the last thing you look at before you go to sleep that's usually. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just unfollow those, like, negative profiles. No, you're 100% right about that. And Amanda and I talk about that, too. Like, it, I was telling her, like, when I became a mom, I followed so many moms. Like, no mom shame. I mean, every mom is a different person. But, like, I followed so many who made everything look so perfect and did everything right. And their kids are beautiful. And they're stunning all the time. And I'm like, here I am living my best life, quote, unquote, in sweats. Covered in, you know, poop and stuff, you know what I mean? And trying to, like, get my life together on a conference call, trying to set up clients and do all these things. And I'm like, well, I don't look like that. What's wrong with me? And I had to truly unfollow those people and be like, that's what they're portraying to the world. I know for a fact it's not like that all the right. time for them. But because I'm seeing it, I'm believing that that's how it is. And, and it's putting a negative right. image in exactly. your mind mm-hmm. and making you feel less of a woman and less Absolutely. of a mother. Yes. And that's not how you should be feeling. Because right. everybody has their own path and their own choices in life so Mm -hmm. well there's a very easy solution to that only follow dogs (laughs) oh my god puppies are so they are so much fun (laughs) and pigs and pigs like only follow animal right. accounts and specifically wa- micro pigs <laughs> oh my so god cute. so cute it's so true they're so cute they are they're so adorable. turtles right. my husband showed me a picture of a bulldog riding a turtle oh my god i Stop. almost died i have to find so it i know so how did the bulldog ride the right. turtle? It was a puppy. That's what I and the turtle okay. was very large so i was gonna say bulldogs are not that small right? no my, i have puppy. one of 80 pounds oh, oh yeah yeah Milo's is a big boy <laughs> he i call him my big fat he probably weighs boy. more than you he's he? no 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 i'm not i wish i were 80 pounds i'm not 80 pounds no but he's a big but boy. he's so cute though he's He's just so enthusiastic about life. Yes, he is. He's a bulldog in a china shop. Like, <laughs> very much so. Yes, but, totally. you know, it's it's true, though, that, like, after a while on social media, or, like, even if it's exhausted. just, like, flat lays, like, why don't my flat lays? Like, I'm like, I stopped doing flat lays. Right. I gave up. Yeah. Or you, you just know? have to change the conversation in your head and be like, this is how I did it, and it looks good to me, and I'm happy with it. And like you said, you're your own person. It's your own journey, your own thing. I'm not going to compare. And it is very hard, especially with social media. We do compare consistently. That's why a lot of our society has so much mental issues and like depression and all these things because we are constantly looking through those profiles and scrolling and constantly comparing and it's like it does get in your subconscious. So I love that you talk about that with like going to the wall and seeing positive things. Yeah, and I think it also goes down to like when you go for dinner with people that you care about that are one-on-one with you and you're sitting on your phone. Yes, like, oh. you're actually not present with people who really care about you Absolutely. who are going to feed positivity into you. Mm-hmm. So um, I think society that. has gotten a little stuck on the, the phone and nobody really communicates. You're like, right. Even uh, I was in London for a couple of months and every time I would go on the train, everyone would have their earphones in. Like no one would even look at each other to say hi, nothing. Yep. Like, everyone's mm-hmm. just like in their own bubble. Yeah. And it's like, wow, some people might not talk to anyone all day. Right. Like, Isn't you that just, crazy? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's because of technology, social media. Mm-hmm. And you're just looking at other people's lives and how amazing they are. And you're not communicating with anyone in real life. And you're not right. even being present in your own. Exactly. You're not. And I was telling Amanda, like, for me, 
Amelia, besides being an amazing baby and my love of my life, she's brought so much perspective to my own life because I realized how much I just go, go, go and don't even pay attention or check in with myself. And it's just continuing moving, 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 moving. And then yeah. when I had her, it was like, whoa, she's a major reality check. Like, no, you have to moment by moment, this is what's happening. That's what's happening. And it makes you really go like deep and go within and be like, this is what's important today. This is what's not. This is what I have to work on. And it's made me very self-aware and it was very hard for me for a lot of months. But now I feel like I'm finally coming out of that darkness and really becoming aware of a lot of things and finding my own checks and balances. And I'm in a much happier place. Yeah. Oh, it's very true. It goes for everything. And I think being that we are so busy in technology and social media, how do you find your own balance and like your own checks with it within everything? I find it really difficult because obviously being a model and an influencer... I have contracts with companies, so I have to post content. Sure. I have to constantly be active because then your profile views go down if you're not active. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I've noticed that a lot of people don't text you anymore. They DM you instead I know. of... So, so annoying. annoying. Like, even instead of emails, they'll yep. DM you I something. Know. So I'm constantly oh, checking. It's painful. It is. But it also helped me turning off my notifications. So I don't get notifications for Instagram. Mm-hmm. Unless I open the app, I'm not going to see what's on there. Right. And I think that's helped me. And then also... Just little things like I'm trying my best. Like if I'm at dinner with someone, <laughs> just put my phone to the side. Right, like, same. I know I like turn my phone over so yeah. like I'm not looking at it. But I'm at the point now, I'm, I'm getting a little sick of it. Uh-huh. So I feel like recently I've been on social media less because I'm sick of it. Uh-huh. So I, I need to find a balance really right. because it's part of my career and I need it. And I do enjoy it. And I right. do enjoy interacting with other people and, and helping girls mm-hmm. and being fashionable and <laughs> posting cute pictures. Like, I enjoy those things, right. but I also want to be present with my loved ones as well. So. Right. No, I mean, it's a really good point. My husband says to me numerous times, less and less now because of our baby and me being more aware, but, like, he'd be like, can you not have the computer in bed? Can you please put the phone away? Oh, the away? computer in bed is terrible like, yeah, for you. Yeah, horrible. But I have the and phone he, in bed. Yeah, and he's like, can you please put the, <laughs> not have the phone in bed? Can you please not have it, like, right next to us? Can you please get off your phone? Like, I'm turning to cuddle you. You've got the phone in your hand. <laughs> oh, that just, happens, like, too. You know, like, you're texting. Can I, like, have a moment with you? You know, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, sorry. But it's true. Like, being present is really important. Yeah, and, like, when we wake up in the morning, I've noticed I do this, mm-hmm. right? Roll over in the morning. Yep. The first thing I do the moment yep. I open my eyes is, boom, yep. Instagram. Yep. What is wrong with me? Yeah. When I've got my fine-ass boyfriend laying <laughs> next to me, I should just roll over here. It's very, very <laughs> nice. It's very, very, very fine-ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's true. Like, now he's turning all shades of coral in his dress. <laughs> but, no, it's true. Like, you do. Like, And I keep trying to tell myself now, like, in the morning when I wake up, like, I have to nurse my daughter. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to nurse and then I'm going to get up and wash my face and brush my teeth and I'm going to do a few things before I grab the phone and I like force myself and tell myself I'm not going to look at the phone yet. Like even Justin will be like, here, do you want your phone? Because it's plugged in on his side. He's like, I don't look at it. And he's <laughs> That's like, so funny. Oh yeah. And he's like, he's like, do you want your phone? And I'm like, nope. I'm not ready for it. And I really have to tell myself that because it's like, otherwise... You're stuck in it an yes, hour goes you by do. and you're scrolling. Right. Like, or you're reading you're just scrolling. stupid... You're not even posting. You're scrolling. Yeah. Like, you're just like, what am I doing? Like, it's so true. Mm-hmm. This is why Instagram is like making so much money. You know? Well, I'll like, tell you what I like to do. I like to watch stories when I get a mani and a pet. I know you do. It's so funny it's to me. It's very relaxing. I don't know why. I don't really watch stories unless it's like a celebrity <laughs> or like whatever. Or like I like Whitney Cummings because she has lots of animals. Yeah. Um, again, anything involving yeah. animals, I'm there for it totally. when it comes to well, social media. Well, animals are better than people with Bureau. Yeah. <laughs> or like I like, you know, there are a few accounts that I that I like that I find are fun and funny right. and all like, so I don't even read your stories. Oh, that's fine I've I've gotten so sick of social media that I don't even watch stories with the sound on yeah like and you'll catch me for maybe a second like flicking through and that's even people that I care about sure flick 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 (laughs) I don't even watch them I just flick through it right and then I realize on a television yeah Yeah. and then I'm like wow everyone else is doing that to my stories as well yeah like right well our attention spans have got so so much shorter yeah because of social media, mm-hmm. if you don't catch someone in an instant, like video content, I think, okay, you will do all this drama to make this video content. And if I think about my own personal self and I'm scrolling and I see video content, you're going to catch me for two seconds. And I'm going to scroll past it unless right. you've grabbed me. Right. That is so hard to grab someone in two seconds Absolutely. of a video. Yes. And that's why girls are putting themselves in positions where they got their whole entire butt out for the oh screen in the first two oh. seconds because... 
they've got nothing else. They've got nothing else about them to give. Mm-hmm. And they're just putting more and more out there on Instagram. And they're just selling their souls and followers. Horrible. I know. It's so true. I, I saw mean, that the other day and I was like, oh, scroll. I don't even know what it was. No, a was lot of times like, I just like, I, I have to unfollow people. Yeah. I mean, I can't hate too much. I'm over there in my bikini and this <laughs> life. But they, I think there's like a line. There's a right, line of sure. being like promoting a bikini mm-hmm. and being commercial. You're at the beach with your friends, whatever, and being like too, like road to a million like you're trying to get followers right absolutely I, I I agree with that I mean I think social media is an amazing thing and it's also can be very detrimental and I tell me all the time like, I have a true love hate with my Instagram I do there's days where I love it and I'm on I'm inspired and I'm enjoying posting and I'm answering people's dms and I'm going back and forth with my followers and I'm like yes I love it and the next day I'm like I want nothing to do with anything I just want to turn my phone off and pretend like I don't even have Instagram today but the fact that be, it's even a love hate relationship is just psychotic it is like it should be you control it it shouldn't make you feel any type of way it's an app right but but like doesn't that show you how social media is just affecting everyone's lives absolutely it affects your mood yes it does that's it totally does that's so true but it also depends on what you use it for because like I will like to look it's so funny like I was trying to look for something very specific today I was looking for like celebrity or closets that had been Marie Kondo because mm-hmm. I'm writing oh, I'm trying to write an article so I didn't even wait you want to say I wrote an article I just watched the previews oh my God, I haven't have even watch watched the so super good. show Justin and I watched and I know I need really to watch it Marie Kondo the house because we really we watched in the first couple like reminded us of us like really we like, oh my am God, i gonna I like it on? i think you will i know we were like spot on we're like wow okay yeah that's us oh yeah you say things like that like it was just so like <laughs> we were like okay now we have to do this to the house like straight i know up. the concept and like mm-hmm. i do ask myself if things spark, spark joy, joy. Mm-hmm. and i think it's good because ultimately you end up with things that surround you and i feel like you have to do that too for like well that's the thing so like i was looking on instagram to try to find examples of like really pretty large closets uh-huh. and so and then i couldn't and then i emailed someone it's a long story but anyway <laughs> it's so uninteresting but the point is like we should only have things in our lives that like spark joy and like get rid 100%. of the clutter and like the bullshit which goes back to what i was saying yeah right? i'm following people that don't inspire you and don't give you a positive message no you're right so do you personally also then go through and i'm unfollow? a little bit of like i'm a bit cutthroat i'm a bit cutthroat with people in general like yeah. if i don't if i don't want you in my life i'm not gonna have you in it good for you and I and I've mute and I try and not be too disrespectful, especially for like people who are in my industry. Sure. Because some professional. Right. But there are people who I'm still following on Instagram that I don't care to look at that mm-hmm. are that are in my industry that I've just put their stories and everything on mute because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be rude right. and be like I'm unfollowing no, you. Right. Yeah. You know, but I don't wanna look at your stuff. Sure. I I, I find that you're not really promoting the right things. Are you not really promoting truthfully? Got it. You know, so I just, I, I don't want to see it. And I it, it frustrates me, so it's best to just not look at it. Yeah. It's but. understandable. No, I'll tell you something. I think authenticity is going to be the next trend. Yes, I, I had. Um, I talk but about why this. does it need to be a trend? It should just be a way of living. But I agree completely the weird with you. 110%. Thing, I, you know what? A billion times. Like, and I told this story on a previous podcast, but let's just say the short version of the story is I had a very bad experience at a fitness studio. Okay. And they were really fucking rude to me. And I'm like, and normally I'm just like, no, no, you know what? Screw this. I'm doing an Instagram story about how horrible they are. I've never had such a response. I had like, people were just like, fuck it. I'm never going there again. Like, do you want to come to this studio? And like, but like people were just so happy. I was authentic. And I was like, should I do story? And a previous guest, um, Adelita, she's like, do more stories like this. Adelita. And I'm like, you know what? I am like, I'm like sick of like not being authentic. And I don't always put out my best self. And like last night I got home, I had worked from like, I woke up at 545 in the morning. You were there with me. I got home at like 738 o'clock. Okay. So I was working that whole time. I was tired. Like my skin, I looked awful. Like, and I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to like do a story about the previous story and also about how like I really appreciated everyone's support and no that studio that I emailed did not get back to me and people again like so many responses and it's like you know what that's that's my new thing like that's my new strategy unfiltered but I think people want to see because there's so um I think it's oversaturated (coughs) the Instagram market is so oversaturated that you have to put a sprinkle of you in for it to be, for people to want to engage with you, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, for me personally, on my stories, what I'm like just being myself and like acting a bit of a fool because I'm a bit of a goofball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people tend to respond more to that than when I'm like, oh, yeah, so I'm so hot. Because everyone on Instagram goes, oh, yeah, I'm so hot. You know everyone's I mean? so hot on yes, Instagram. Exactly. And everyone's got a million filters right. or whatever. Right. And like actually the one time I posted me without any makeup on and it was when I had a psoriasis flare up on my face and it's like red patches and it looks like that I have like spots but I don't Mm -hmm. it's psoriasis patches and I showed it on Instagram and like so many girls were like oh wow I can't believe you are a model and you're not like Mm -hmm. completely perfect I'm like nobody is completely perfect Perfect, it's all smoke and mirrors everybody gets a spot now and again everybody struggles with something like relax right I just I love that though you're honest about that and you share that I think that's really important. But it it goes back to me doing the work to like myself. So for somebody to be authentic, they have to like themselves. As Ali, I know, is doing an Instagram story right now of us talking about being authentic on Instagram. What you're saying is really important. So when we air the podcast, I want to show this. No, I I know. I can just tell. That's the only reason I'm on social media, okay? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's true, though. I'm going to blow up my spot. (laughs) I I think that's... Yeah, I just feel that, you know, if... For you to be authentically you, you have to like you. Right. Like, and lots of people don't like themselves, so that's why they're not authentically them. They take other people's ideas and rack themselves with filters and change their body shape or whatever, even go in and get plastic surgery. Right. Because they don't like themselves and they're trying to be like somebody else so that other people will like them and they're hoping that that will make them like themselves, but it's not going, not going to. Because yeah. you need to sit there and be like, okay, who am I? Right. Like, I just realized what are my your flaws and what are unplugged. my positives? I just realized your mic was unplugged, but luckily my mic oh. picked it up. Oh. <laughs> Technical difficulty. Technical difficulty. No, I'm sure we could hear it because I tested. Yeah, it's fine. One second. And we're back. We had a little technical difficulty, but Mm -hmm. luckily the episode was not erased (laughs) because that was such a good good content. And we're back. And we're we're here. The real life technology. And that's the point. Technology can go terribly, terribly wrong. So I mean, what would happen if Instagram just gets completely deleted? I've had this conversation. Everyone would be broke. Everyone would be broke. Everyone would be freaking out. You would see people like losing their mind. You know when that actually does happen when Instagram's been down? Right. I just go straight to Twitter. No, and, and then, then your friends like, on Twitter, on? Instagram and on Twitter, down. Like, everyone hates Instagram and then right. vice yeah. versa. I know. Yeah, totally. Twitter to me, though, I feel like it's totally different. Like, it's it two totally, totally different. different things. I have to be honest. I like Twitter because I feel like it's honestly more business. Like, I yeah. tweet the people and they actually, like, tweet right back. Or I could send a message if they follow and they'll answer right back. On Instagram, I feel like it's like a game. Like... Some people will follow, some people will unfollow, they'll maybe message you, they maybe won't message you. Um, I like Twitter because I can see all the updated news. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I follow a lot of news on Twitter and uh-huh. I think um, they update really quick. Yes, they do. And if I don't have time to like Google and try right. to figure it out, Twitter's going to be yes. like right there with If it. there's mm-hmm. an earthquake, I try, if I think there's an earthquake, yeah, I, I check Twitter. Twitter. Yep. That totally. will let me know. And I don't some, need to. And then yeah, someone yeah. will tweet, did you feel that? And you're did like, you? yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> there, there was an earthquake. I wasn't crazy. Yeah, I wasn't crazy. It's like, it's like a good check. Or like, if you're having a thought about like an award show, like, was the halftime as bad as everyone else thinks yeah, it was bad? Exactly. Like, okay, good. First right. of all, Super Bowl was terrible. Wasn't it? Oh, so boring. It was the worst Super Bowl I've ever watched. Yeah, I think it, really it might was. have been the worst Super Bowl ever. Not really, just that you've really, ever like, watched, but like of all it of was humanity. So bad. Really? Yeah. I've only had seven years of it. So. <laughs> it was so bad. I mean, everybody oh. I talked to was like, what is this? <laughs> like, the game was bad. Yeah. Oh. Music was bad. Like, everything was bad. The whole thing. The it was just like a dud. And you know, I think it comes down to the whole, it started with the whole calling. Kaepernick uh-huh. thing going on the knee mm-hmm. and then Donald Trump getting involved right. with it and, right. and I think the NFL's gone downhill since then people right. are paying less attention mm-hmm. um, a lot of ethnic minorities are supporting Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. and what he stands for which is rightly so mm-hmm. and I think it's kind of divided yeah it's a divided thing sure so mm-hmm. and I noticed that uh, during the Super Bowl, they were purposely putting ethnic people, of course, out there to try Placing and seem like way. they were inclusive, right. but they did it so obviously, right? It's it, so it obvious. Shows so like, they hey, don't this, actually this is care. an advertisement. Yeah, exactly. Totally. No, I feel you. You know who they say though came up with the idea for that though? Nessa. Nessa. Yeah. I don't like her though. I mean, I'm I think here, she's I'm here, like I'm here nor there. No, I feel like very strongly yeah. about yeah. her. I think I don't like I don't get her. Okay. She is no like, and I'm not being mean. And like, mm-hmm. I would like Ness's career. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: 
I don't – like, where did your personality go? Because, like, I can't find it. Like, she's not – she's the most neutral host I've ever like, seen. Yeah, whatever. And I'm not, like, bashing her. Right. Like, clearly she's winning her game more than I'm winning my game. <laughs> but, like, it's, like – like, does anyone else – it's, like, is it just me or is it everyone? Like, other – because I love Teen Mom. Mm-hmm. It is, like, my biggest guilty yes, pleasure. You, love, you do love Teen Mom. Um, I love trashy MTV shows. But I'm just, like – this was the best MTV could do was Nessa. Like who like who was their second choice? <laughs> like I wanna know because I don't find her interesting. Mm. I love it when they have what's his name? MJ. Uh-huh. MJ is so funny because I'm not my um, Magic Johnson son. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, he's Could we just funny. have like MJ all the time <laughs> and get rid of Nessa? Because I think he does a better job. Yeah. Now I'm going to get slammed for like hating on Nessa. And I don't it's really hate on people. I right. just don't like but her. you being authentically right. you and that's what yeah. we're talking about. Right. Exactly. We're talking about being authentic. And I think going back to what you were saying, why why does it have to be a trend? It's like now all of a sudden there's the buzzword authentic. Now everyone's using that word. And like it's like why do we have to go in our society through all these buzzwords? so Oscar's I'm so sorry. Oscar looks like, like dying in dog heaven. <laughs> he's like, so happy. There is a model and she's giving me a miss. Exactly. He's living his like, best life. He's so living I'm his so best happy. life right now. Yeah, like the fire cool. festival <laughs> was all about what he has right now. <laughs> like, but like it's so true. I love that you talked about the fact of like the buzzwords and like why is it always has to be the bullshit behind like what's trending right now, what's hot. It's like no, just be you, just be authentically yeah. beautifully you, and that's fine. And actually, the people who are paving the way for others are the people who are authentically them. So. Yes, hundred percent. And I, I agree with you. And for me, like becoming a new mom, I keep going back to that because for me, it's really been so eye opening, and it has made me forced me to be more authentic than I even knew I could be because I have no choice because there's just some days where like yes I can podcast but trying to get dressed and do my makeup and deal with the baby like it, it, it ain't gonna happen like so if we're podcasting but I feel like that and I don't have a baby so. <laughs> I don't no I feel like the same way that. you know it's like everyone's busy and it's like for me it's like I've just Amelia's giving me this reality check where I'm like you know what it's okay to not get everything done. It's okay that I'm not looking amazing today. Like, I'm getting other things done and being productive. It's okay to let myself have a day off. Like, it's just okay to be authentically you, whatever it is that you're doing in your life. And you don't have to feel like constantly on social trying to keep up and do everything else everyone else is doing because that's not your life. Because actually most of those people are doing the exact same thing as you. Right. And it's just smoke and mirrors. And the and I mean, just for myself, I have so much content to shoot. I usually shoot it in one day. Mm-hmm. And it looks like I'm out every day dressed up or whatever. When uh-huh. I actually just sitting at home doing my email. <laughs> yeah. whatever, and I've just got my tracksuit on. Right. I've just posted the picture. Yeah. So you don't actually know. And then, and then I've got friends that they'll post their story the next day. So it looks like right. they're doing that today. But in actual fact, they're still sitting at home doing sure. that thing that right. happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. Like you said, it's smoke and mirrors. It's like constantly changing. It's so weird. It's like at a certain point, it's like I stop caring. Yes. Remember what I said to you? My give a shit button is broken. No, my (laughs) give a shit button is broken too. (laughs) And I don't have time. Like I'll be honest with you. I think there are so many, like I said, when I get a manny and a petty, there's nothing I like more than an IG story. (laughs) But it's like my television. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, But you also have to remember that like we're grown women and – I can't social imagine media. doing this as a teenager. Well, social oh. media is affecting young girls. Yeah, I know, which is very, and very hard. That's really the problem here. Yes. That's that's really what we as women need to think about. Because mm-hmm. if it's affecting us and we're grown and we have right. our own lives and our own thoughts and we're very kind of authentically us, imagine what it's doing to girls who are young and trying to find themselves and they're trying to figure out who they are and what is authentically them. So they need to see women out there being positive putting out positive messages, showing that it's okay to be them at whatever size, whatever ethnicity they are, and they can be happy just the way they are and live the life that they're supposed to live for them. Yeah, and that's a really important message because young girls, they look at like people like, sorry, Kardashians, and they're like, oh my God, I need her lips. I need this, I need that. And it's like, no, you don't. You're beautiful as you. But the thing is with the Kardashians is they're being authentically them. Right. And people might find them annoying, but they're making millions of dollars. Oh, they are. Oh, yes, I mean, they're doing something, right? Yeah, they're doing something. And I mean, I can't But my point is, I feel like there's just so many girls who, like, they see, you know, Kylie and her lips done, and they're like, I'm 14, and now I need to have my lips like that. And I'm like, but no, you don't. Exactly. And that's why there needs to be a flip side of girls just being okay with being them 
to show young girls it's okay to be them as well. Right. And I get a lot of messages from girls who are like, oh, you have the same body type as me. I've never seen someone that has the same body type as me. Oh, I didn't realize I could wear that. You're wearing it, so I'm going to wear it. Yep. And it's nice to see girls yes. kind of just doing their thing and, and that I'm able to yeah, use my platform to help them. Yeah. In like such a small way. It doesn't matter. It's small or not. No, but you have like there. a lot of, how many followers do you have? I can't remember. You have a lot. Like 200 and something. Yeah, thousand. I was like, I didn't get it. Yeah. yeah. You've, it was quite a following. Yeah. But... It's but regardless, like you're you're still using it in a positive way, and you're using your platform to really spread that and like show like I am happy with who I am. Like I may have had to get through things to get here, but now I'm in a good place and I'm loving what I'm doing and I'm you know living my own best life. And I hope I'm inspiring you to do the same and that yeah. you are being authentically true to yourself. And yeah, like, and, it, yeah, and it's also figuring out that it's okay to have a bad day, even though yes. I am like happy with myself you know and I am confident but you know everyone has a bad day everybody has bad hair day everyone has a period and yes. has hormones and right. feels grumpy sometimes yeah. or sometimes like a bad a week like I, like I had a couple weeks ago where I was just hibernating I was like I don't want to do anything I have to be home like, like a bear yeah I don't want to deal with anything I'm like and it's totally... being okay with that balance and still being like you know what bottom line is I still like myself but yes. I'm having a bad day and yes. being able to like Understand it. Kind of understand yes. that it's just a bad day. It's not like... Absolutely. My face hurts today. Is it? I don't know why. Like, my skin's been crazy. I think I'm getting my period. Well, the weather also has been kind of weird. This weather has cold, totally destroyed cold my skin. I saw you, like, Amanda and I are from New York. But, like, it's kind of hysterical my skin's saying gone cold crazy. front here. But it's like, it has been. Like, it's been... It's been weird here with the weather. I feel like I'm back in Wales, honestly. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, why did I move? I went through all this trouble to get my papers, and now, damn. I'm right, you're like, back. great, thanks so much. Yeah, no, it, it's true. So, I mean, you know, going back to just you and your brand and who you are, I guess one of my questions for you is, like, what's what's next for you in the sense of the body positivity movement in yourself and with your following, you know, people that are – are around you like where what do you want to see next for the people that are following you and are engaging with you like you know how are you working within that world and what are you further trying to bring or what are you trying to do with that or change yeah in that world yeah well I would like there to be more Pakistani plus girls or or Indian or of that um Middle Eastern mm-hmm. I would like to see more girls like that being plastered on runways on campaigns mm-hmm. like because there's a lot of them all over the world that aren't being represented so yeah. Um, at the moment, I feel like I'm kind of at the forefront of that. So trying to push more. Did you that. spend a lot of time? And is your mom from there or your father? My or dad's both? from there. And I've actually never been to Pakistan. Oh, wow. Really? No, I've never been. My I grew up in Wales. Uh-huh. And obviously, I came here. Mm-hmm. And I spent most of my time here. I've had a lot of offers to go. Mm-hmm. And I had offers to do some Bollywood stuff. But my career just hasn't taken me over there. And I just yeah. haven't felt <laughs> the need. Um being mixed race is, is quite difficult, especially because that particular ethnicity, they tend to marry each other. Sure. So because my dad was kind of like the black sheep of the family and went uh-huh. out and married a white woman, um, it was different. He was his authentic self. Yes, he was. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Um, it's kind of made it difficult for me growing up, being mm-hmm. like the only brown person in a total white area. Right. And not really identifying with my Muslim family mm-hmm. because I don't agree with some of the um the cultural differences yeah. that they have that come with the religion so I've it's been hard trying to identify with that side yeah but I realize you know it's best to just take what the same as what I was saying earlier I just take what I want from it mm-hmm. and use that and move forward because obviously everyone has different relationships with their ethnic backgrounds right so. and with spirituality absolutely yeah and that's okay. Like and there's actually nothing wrong with the Muslim religion. It's if you go core to like what the Muslim religion is, it's very nice, mm-hmm. and and in some ways it's better than like the Christian the Christian sure. religion. Uh-huh. Even though I'm a Christian, no, I get it. But the culture that goes with it mm-hmm. and the way they suppress women and and right, yeah, the way they go not about really, I'm just not really okay with those things. I get so it. that's why I made the choice to not. Right, and that's that. okay to not yeah. be okay with exactly. it, and, that's you're, and you're aware of it. Like you're aware of what bothers you and what you don't. Yeah, want and to I made an with. educated choice. Right. I, I studied it. I mean, I've read stuff from the Quran. Mm-hmm. I know basically the same amount about the Quran as I do about the Bible, mm-hmm. and I made a choice. Right, you made to a choice. do that. Yeah, no, and it's like whatever feels right for you. Exactly, whatever like your intuition is, yeah. you shouldn't that's feel your, pressure your journey to yeah. be a certain mm-hmm. way. Like my family is particularly religious and Jewish, and 
I believe in certain things, but I don't believe in, I, I'm like very much, I'm an extremely spiritual person. And I think you would yeah, agree with I'm that. I'm very spiritual. I am very not religious. Yeah. I don't feel connected to it at like I first of all, I don't speak Hebrew, so I go there. It's in another language, so right. I feel totally. But when alienated. it gets into being religious, I think there's really great things that go with it. But sure. then the culture yeah. gets into yeah. that, and then if you're not really trying to embrace that, right. then it's really hard to connect. And it's then you true. blame the religion for it, when it's actually not the religion; it's right. the culture. It's the culture. I so agree with you. That's a very, very good point. Yeah, no, same. Separation separation any too. kind of disconnect that you have just like can turn you off. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Like my parents, my mom's Catholic, my dad's Jewish. I'm half Jewish. My dad was also kind of pushed out because of him choosing to marry my mom, and it was the whole thing through their whole marriage, even with them having children and everything. And so for me, I kind of disconnected from both religions because I was like, well, this is terrible. How are you but all But you're super fighting? spiritual. I'm very spiritual. But as far as the whole, like, culture is saying with religion, like, that really truly bothered me because I saw both sides being, like, horrible about everything. And I was like, this isn't right. Like, yeah, like they're, no one is selling love. this. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, they're madly in love for 35 years plus. Not to be rude. The rest of you are divorced. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's like, what's, what's, what are they doing wrong? They're choosing to be together because this is, makes them happy. But you also can't is, be mad at those people that are causing the issues because that's all they know. No, you're right about that. Like, so, and it goes generations yes, back. Absolutely. And I think that's why I want to represent these girls because I am mixed race so Mm -hmm. I do represent multiple women and I'm okay with just being me and I think the basis of it is Mm -hmm. like it's okay to be you no matter what no matter what and yes I do agree there needs to be more like Pakistani Indian uh Middle Eastern girls Mm -hmm. even Asian really there needs to be more Asian overall being put in the media right because those girls aren't represented it was always really hard for me growing up not seeing girls that look like me and I was alienated like Mm -hmm. I don't know how am I supposed to look? This is confusing. Sure. So that's why I want to represent that. But I also think just anyone that's just authentically them, they need to be out there pushing it out there to show girls it's fine. And you can stand up and say whatever you want to say. You can do whatever you want to do. And you can be whoever you want to be. Amen. <laughs> I know. I love this. Yeah. I love this message. Yeah. And I think it's hard. I think that like everyone wants to find someone they identify with who's doing well, who can inspire them. And especially, I agree, for little girls, or you even look at, like, mag- I mean, like, remember before, you know, Instagram, we used to have these things called magazines. Yes, and you I would know, go to a right? newsstand and you would yeah. buy them. Mm-hmm. And, like, you and would look. flip through it. And yep. no one would, like, look. I mean, like, I always felt weird being short. Like, oh, all these girls were so tall. Yep. And I'm like, is there something well, wrong? That's how with I me? felt about being curvy uh-huh. and being. Ethnic. And you have like the hottest body. Like, know, right? okay, no, yeah. and you were wearing something way more like figure hu- figure hugging yesterday because I was um, Aisha was recording a podcast that I produced that's not this one, and you. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like the hottest body. <laughs> oh, thank you. I know. Yeah, I saw you at the red carpet event last week, and I was like, oh wow, like you. I mean, you have an amazing body. Amazing thank body. you very yes. much. But I mean, I didn't see my body in the media at all growing up. Mm-hmm. And I always felt that I was too fat because all the girls that went to school with me were really skinny. Yeah. And they were into all those high fashion models that are so skinny or like Britney Spears was out when I was a kid or I don't know, Chris, uh, Christina Aguilera. They were both really skinny. Yeah. And I was just telling my boyfriend on the way here that like J-Lo and Beyonce were the only people that I could identify with and they're not even the same ethnicity as me sure, yeah. but they had butts and they had a bit <laughs> yeah, of flavor right, so I was yeah. like well yeah, that's what well, we're looking at yeah. uh-huh. but and I mean I turned out okay but <laughs> now we're in a day and age where you can put all different types of girls out yes. there and show girls that it doesn't matter what shape or size you are you can just be happy with you yeah and, you, I, and you I love that be. message you should be happy with you you 100%. should be. You know, one thing that I want to bring up, I know we have to wrap up soon, but one thing that I always find really interesting about plus size is the clothing situation. Because I feel like plus size girls, not so much, they're getting, I feel like you girls get shafted and it kind of bothers me. <laughs> I think, okay, so uh, the average size in the U.S. Uh, for a woman is between a U.S. 14 and a 16. What size are you? I can't even tell. I am between a 12 and 14 at the moment, but I've also dropped a little bit of weight. But actually, I think I'm like in the more like fit and comfortable range that I like. Um, but I But the problem with plus size clothing is that being curvy means they're all different shapes and sizes. Some people have really big boobs. Some people don't have any. Some people have really big stomachs. Some people don't have any. Some people are just like 
flat at the bottom and mm-hmm. really top heavy. So when designers are making clothes, it's not like making clothes for straight size girls, as they would call it's it. It's so un- – like, I used to write for a website. I won't say the name of it because I don't write for them anymore. But, like, I would do these roundups where they – and I do include some plus size stuff when I do roundups for a sweat life of activewear. I'm not always so good about that anymore. But I used to be a little bit better, and now I'm going to start being more inclusive. And you look at these, and I'm sure you can say this, this plus size clothing, and I'm like – no one wants a daisy on their jeans, no matter what size you oh, are. When I first started modeling, or right? Or a clam digger short. <laughs> like, awful. No, and I'm just like, it's terrible. Like, when I first started modeling, we used to go on set, and the straight size models would have all this glamorous, like, beautiful makeup, and their hair done, really nice. And then my hair just got shoved in a ponytail. And it was just, like, <laughs> thick, like, awful fat girl makeup. And I would just be like, what? Like, why can't we be dressed cute now? But actually, over the last few years, it's developed more and they've made plus girls way more glamorous and fashionable. But I think that the the fast fashion brands mm-hmm. are kind of the only ones that mm-hmm. are really doing, like, really fun stuff for plus girls. Like, the brands that are a little bit higher up, a little bit better quality they're still behind and they're doing like that Midwest Which is so weird because I'm like, shouldn't you, like everyone deserves like good quality clothing. They do, but apparently, and I don't think it costs any more to make clothes because if you're making them in bulk. Yeah, no, it doesn't. You're still paying the same amount. No, it's like slightly bigger. It's like a sorry excuse. And I just find that, I don't know. I just find it like actually as a woman really offensive that which I know that sounds strange or like especially a weird when the pers- average woman is plus size the average woman in the United States is plus size and you're not catering for them and those are the people that are buying the clothes so it's I will say though regular clothing has been cut a lot more large for the past few years oh yeah well they're changing the fashion game with all that you see like the zeros are no longer the crazy double zeros like they are cutting things differently I think it is because of a lot of the plus size and everyone being different sizes and finally the industry acknowledging that like everyone is not a zero like everyone is not this super tiny person even the oh, petite please. people the are zeros not are as tiny as the zeros can. now a double zero is a 2 to a 4 right exactly because i w- i like i hate saying what size i am but i have some things that are my double zeros are a little bit tight right. but the zeros i had to order some stuff online from a brand that i was working with and their stuff had been cut so large lately i'm like oh just send me a double zero and i'll figure it figure it out whatever right. cuz sometimes it's just easier for me to squeeze than it is to have every little i get a lot of stuff tailored yeah. and i'm just like everything is cut it's like all this vanity like I just feel like everyone should be able to find clothing that fits them comfortably. But you also need to know what brands work for you because they use different fit models for every brand. Absolutely. And the the fit models are shaped in different ways. So that's why the sizing varies because they're going off different people's bodies. Right. So I know there's certain brands that I wouldn't, like I wouldn't buy jeans from Zara because... They just don't fit right. my no, shape body. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But then I can go over to Topshop mm-hmm. and know that I know I my size Topshop. there and I can pick the jean and it's a yes. quality jean that is not going to rip really easily and I can wear those jeans. But you have to go through the mix to figure that out and, and know what's right for you instead of... Because this whole online shopping thing, everyone just oh. thinks I'll just pick my size, but that's not really how it works. Oh, no. I mean, no. You know, me being a stylist, I know that. Yeah. And, down, and like, I think it also goes to knowing the materials, too. Yes. Like, now, because I order so much stuff online for, like, modeling or whatever. Right. And getting stuff from different brands. When I look online, I can see, okay, let me look at the material. Let me see how much percentage it might be spandex or whatever. Because I know I'm curvier, but I got a small waist. So right. I know... I need a little bit more stretch than your average girl. For sure. So if there's no stretch and it's maybe 100% denim, that's not going to fit me. Yeah. It's not going to shape my body at all. So I'm not going to buy that. Right. No, so again, I think it's just being aware of definitely of your own size and your measurements and what fits well and how things feel and everything. And also, like you said, like knowing the brands and knowing like what works and what doesn't work. But I do appreciate that brands, especially me also being like a fashion stylist, like brands really are trying much harder for 
plus size and different, you know, body yeah. shapes. And, and a lot of brands are still working on it. And yes, I think there's are, certain brands sure. that never will. Oh, extend. absolutely. They're just stuck what, in the, what they're brands? Stuck in, they're stuck I'm in the old curious. ways. Like Victoria's Secret? Secret? Never, oh. never. And I will never shop at Victoria's Secret again. Yeah, no, because so. you're not going to, you're not going to disrespect women full stop. Right. It doesn't matter what size the woman is. You're not going to disrespect us men trying to sell clothes to us. No. Yeah. No. Good for you. No. So I'm I'm going to shop at Savage X Fenty. There you go. Mm-hmm. to go on there. They've got some great underwear. <laughs> and it actually fits really well. It's good quality. Better quality than Victoria's Secret. And oh, they're yeah. all inclusive. Yeah. See? So. Yeah. You have to do what's exactly. right for you. And exactly. you know what, what fits right and what looks right and what feels good to you. But, I, but I, it is. <laughs> yes. And you want to be a part of this? Hi. <laughs> My baby girl just woke up, so Amelia's like, I know, hi, we're gonna say hi. And we're gonna wrap up in a yeah, minute. So what could we because you have so many amazing things to say, what could you tell our audiences and you know, young girls that you know might choose to listen or maybe listen down the road? What would you wanna say to them and, and what do you want people to take away from yes. you and who you are? And who I am. Yeah, and just like, you know, like what like how kind of going back to what you were saying as far as you know, be you and, you know, be good about, be happy with being you. What would you want to leave our audience with? I think it goes back to pretty much a summary of what I've said already. Like keep positive people around you, Mm -hmm. do the right things that like work out, eat a healthy balanced diet. I know it's difficult, but try Try. at least. Uh And if you keep positive people around you, all of that's going to come into place anyway. Don't follow negative accounts wear whatever the hell you want, <laughs> say whatever you want, do whatever you want, be whoever you want, live your best life, isn't it? I, I think that is a <laughs> perfect message. note to end on. Yes. Where can people find you? And yes, we'll put your yourself, socials please. in the uh, show notes. Yeah, you can follow me at Aisha P.I. And that is on Twitter and on Instagram. So that's A-Y-E-S-H-A-P-I. Love amazing. You're amazing. Thank you so much. This was Thank such a good, this was well. like, I really now wanted to talk like about body positivity. Vibes. Yeah. So I'm it. so happy we got to do this. And as we always say, be, be fabulous. fabulous. And be you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Bye. Taught them both how to Jane Fonda. One, two, three, four. Get your booty on the dance floor. Work it out. Shake it, little mama. Let me see you do the Jane